welcome back to the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm your host, Danny Underwood, a lawyer turned mindset coach, a mum, and a high vibe boss babe. This podcast is here to delve into all things mindset and self development to help you step into your power and become the best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Step Into Your Power podcast. I'm so glad that you're all joining me again for another episode and I really hope that you all enjoyed getting to know me last week in episode one where I shared a bit about my story and tips on how to tune into your intuition. If you haven't yet listened to it, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to episode one so that you too can get to know me on a deeper level and following on from last week's episode where I got vulnerable with you all. I have decided that it would be fitting for me to talk about vulnerability today and taking off your mask and how we can all get a little more vulnerable with one another. So let's get into it. So I want to start off by talking about what is vulnerability? What does that even mean? And so vulnerability is described in the English dictionary as a state of being exposed with the possibility of being attacked. So even from that definition in the dictionary, I can understand why in today's society, we, or most of us, equate vulnerability with weakness. And so, you know, we we try not to be vulnerable with one another because we see it as being weak. And I suppose, you know, going back to our tribal days, If we were seen as vulnerable or weak, we may have been kicked out of the pack. And back then, we relied on our pack or our tribe for survival. And so we have obviously evolved under the guise that being vulnerable means weakness and that that's not a good thing and that we shouldn't be vulnerable with one another in case we are rejected by others or, you know, kicked out of our pack, our tribe. That may be your friends, your family, your colleagues, whomever. However, in today's society, we don't rely on being a part of a pack or tribe like our ancestors did uh, back in tribal days, okay? We don't have to be part of a pack or tribe to survive in this day and age. So today, I really want to share with you how we can all be a little more vulnerable with each other and why there's benefit in being vulnerable with one another. So first of all, in order to be loved and to truly love someone else, you have to get vulnerable with them, right? You have to open yourself up. You have to expose yourself. You have to show them your true whole self in order to truly love one another and be loved. Because if you're only showing parts of yourself, someone may love that part of you, but they don't know the full you. So in order to really find your people, who's meant for you and who's going to love you as your true self, as your whole true self, then you must expose your whole true self to them. Because If we're only showing parts of ourselves to others, then we're only going to be forming surface level connections rather than deep 
and meaningful connections. And so we're all born vulnerable. And when we're, you know, born and we're a little baby and we're vulnerable, there's actually beauty in that vulnerability. People admire the vulnerability of a baby. And we all run around naked and say what we want without thinking anything about it. But at some point in our lives, we then decide to close ourselves off bit by bit and become less vulnerable with others. For most of us, this happens in our childhood or teenage years, right? And so this could happen because we model the adults in our life. So our family, our parents, whomever, we may start to notice that perhaps they don't cry in front of others or perhaps they don't tell other people certain things. And so we start to model that behavior. And that can be one way where we start to become less vulnerable through modeling the adults in our lives as a child or adolescent. We may also be explicitly told that being vulnerable is weak and we shouldn't be vulnerable with others. We may be explicitly told not to tell other people these vulnerable secrets or whatever because we may be told that other people will judge us and won't like us if we tell them these things. We may also become less vulnerable because perhaps we are vulnerable and we all are vulnerable at some stage in our childhood and then perhaps at one point there's a consequence because we were vulnerable. So we make a decision at that point to be less vulnerable with others so that that consequence does not reoccur. For example, with me, I think I was in year one or year two at primary school where I started to get bullied by other people. So at that point, I felt like people didn't love me or like me. And that's not a nice feeling for a young kid. So then I started to act a little differently and I started to wear masks and people then seemed to like me better. From that point onwards, for a very long time, I started to wear masks so that people would like me and that I would make friends. And so, you know, some of the masks I've worn is funniness. So in high school, I was the class clown and I connected with people on that basis. I got attention and people liked me because I was funny. In year 12 university, I wore the mask of intelligence. I connected with people and formed friendships with people on the basis that I was intelligent. And there was a point in my life where I wore a mask of strength. And that also culminated in me physically creating a strong body in the gym so that people would physically see me as strong and then perceive me as a a strong person physically and mentally. And there was also a point in my life as well, which I'm sure many women can relate to, where I wouldn't leave the house without literally applying a mask of makeup because I was afraid of showing my true face because people might not like me or think I'm pretty and they wouldn't want to be my friend anymore, which is ridiculous. But these are all masks that I've worn throughout my life. And in wearing these masks, yes, I made connections with people through these masks, but the thing is they were surface level. They weren't deep and meaningful connections. And with these masks, so while they're all part of me, like, yes, I can be funny. Yes, I can be intelligent. Yes, I can be strong. Yes, I am pretty. These are all a part of me, but that's not my whole self. That's not just who I am. And so what I did is I got these parts of me 
and put them up as a front so that these were the, the things that people saw of me and I didn't allow the rest of myself to come out. So by me not being vulnerable with others, not only was I unable to form deep and meaningful connections with other people, they also weren't able to be vulnerable with me because if I was always being funny and making a joke out of everything, then the people that I hung around with, my friends at that point in time, thought they always had to be funny and and laugh about everything as well. And so these people perhaps didn't want to share with me what else was going on in their life because they thought Danny would just make a joke out of it. And so I prevented them from being vulnerable with me as well. And the same goes for my mask of strength. I wouldn't cry in front of people. And I came across as really strong. So other people felt uncomfortable in opening up to me and telling me what was really going on in their life because they were like, well, Danny's so strong, I've got to be strong too. Little did they know about all the tears that I had shed behind closed doors. And the same goes for my mask of intelligence. That was a part of me that I put up to make connections with people and we connected on that basis. But when I stopped going to uni and put on a different mask, I didn't really connect with these people anymore because all we had in common was having high-level intelligent conversations, which gets boring after a while. There's, there's more to me than that. And so while I was scared to show people my true self because I didn't want them to reject me, I ended up with a whole host of surface-level friendships which really weren't meaningful in any case. So my point is, it is better to be vulnerable with people and expose your true self and take off your mask. Like I said, those those masks are all part of me. Yes, you can show those parts of you, but don't just wear one part as a mask and close off the rest of yourself to other people. So I guess that's why people in this day and age as well, they will go through friendship groups or phases or people that they hang out with. And they may be friends with someone for six months, two years, five years, whatever. But then after that, the friendship fizzles out or the relationship fizzles out. It could be a friendship, a a partnership, a family member even, which you were close to at one point and then that fizzles out. And that's because you have connected on a surface level basis based on one part of yourself or a particular mask that you wore to connect with that person and then when you decide to wear a different mask or be someone else in the future, you no longer connect. Whereas if you, from the outset, are vulnerable and show people your true self from the get-go, they'll either like you or they won't. If they like you, you'll make a deep and meaningful connection and no matter what you do in the future, or who you become, you will still have that connection, right? They will know your true self under all of your layers. And you will have that deeper meaningful connection for life. There will be people that don't like you. And that's okay. Not everyone has to like you. And honestly, you're you're never going to have everyone like you. And that may be because when you're vulnerable and being your true self, that may trigger other people. And so that's on them, not you. And they need to deal with their triggers. If if they don't like you, that's okay. They're not your people. You go on, you keep being your vulnerable self and you find your people. And I know personally, I would rather have a handful of deep and meaningful connections. So true relationships 
than hundreds of surface level friendships because I've done that and I've seen over the years how you know you think you've got all these friends and they fizzle out because you're friends on a surface level basis. So I think that we should actually start viewing being vulnerable as something that's courageous and strong. It takes courage and strength to be vulnerable with other people. In today's society where most of us are wearing masks, it does take courage and strength. And so instead of equating vulnerability with weakness, I believe we should be equating vulnerability with courage and strength. And honestly, when you can just be your true self and show all parts of yourself, your funny part, your intelligent part, your strong part, your pretty side, whatever, and people love you for your whole true self, there is an amazing sense of relief instead of when I'm with this person, I have to act like this and just show this part of me and just wear this mask. And when I'm with this person, my family or my colleagues, I have to wear a different mask and I just have to show this side of me. And honestly, it gets freaking exhausting. There is so much relief in just being you and finding those people that love you for you and not having to just show certain parts of yourself and then hide other parts of yourself when you're with certain people. You should not have to wear a mask to be loved. The people that are meant for you will love you without all those layers, without all those masks. They will love you for your true self. Another point here is that no one is perfect. We put on these masks to come across as perhaps better than what we are or trying to come across as perfect. And that's not the case. And like I said, when I'm portraying my mask of strength or even when I'm wearing my, my physical mask of makeup and not allowing people to see my true face underneath not only may that intimidate some people but they may also then feel within themselves that they're not good enough because they're not up to my standard but that's not my actual standard that's me pretending to be something that I'm not or pretending that I'm this perfect person when I'm not and I'm just hiding the other parts of myself so the point here is that no one is perfect and we need to embrace that and be more honest about that with one another I just want you to know that you alone without any masks are enough you are perfectly imperfect all right and in order for others to open up to us expose themselves to us and to be vulnerable with us we probably need to be vulnerable with them first so that then they feel comfortable in opening up to us. And vulnerability can look like saying I love you first. It can be admitting that you're wrong. It can be trying something new and putting yourself out there despite all your doubts and fears. You just put yourself out there and go for it and you be vulnerable. It can be sharing an unpopular opinion or it can even be wearing a bikini for some people. That is vulnerability. But I want you to think about what you can do to be a little more vulnerable with others and embrace your imperfections because no one is perfect. And if we all start embracing our imperfections and being a little more vulnerable with each other, not only can we all make everyone feel a little bit better instead of trying to all live up to some standard that's fake, But we can also then start to find our people and form those deep and meaningful connections. And so even for myself, like last week's episode and putting myself out there, that was really freaking scary, right? I was scared shitless to do that. 
But I knew I had to do that in order for people to connect with me on a deeper level and really know who I was. And I wasn't going to pretend to be some perfect person or be someone that I wasn't because then other people perhaps would feel not good enough because they couldn't live up to my standard, which wasn't true anyway. It was fake. So regardless of how scary it was last week, I put myself out there. I got vulnerable with you all. And I've had so much feedback and encouragement from everyone saying how much they enjoyed actually getting to know the real me and how they connected with that, that they, they're not alone, people that have been through similar things. And it inspired people and people really resonated with that. So that's just an example of how being vulnerable with other people benefits other people. Not only yourself, it feels like a weight's been lifted because you don't have to be anyone other than your true whole self, but it also encourages other people and they can connect with you more. So that's a wrap for today. I hope today's episode resonated with you all. I hope it inspires you and encourages you to all go out there and be a little more vulnerable with one another. And I hope you all enjoy your weekend and have an amazing week next week. And if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to review and subscribe to the podcast, which really helps me gain credibility and helps me reach more people. You can also screenshot it and share it on your Instagram stories, which also really helps me and would be appreciated. And remember to follow the 70 Your Power Instagram, which is linked in the show notes if you don't already follow it for more empowering content and to keep up to date with me. Lastly, if you'd like to get in touch with me, ask a specific question or have a topic you would like me to cover on the podcast in future, you can always slide into my DMs on Instagram or email me at danny, D-A-N-I, at stepintoyourpowercoaching.com. That will also be in the show notes. Thank you again for listening. I will speak to you all next week. Bye.